Hey, what's up? This is Obes. And this is Cha. And you're listening to Run the Play, the show that's sports, sports, and more sports. Basketball and football mainly, but you know, things happen. We'll talk about it. Cha, what do we have up first? First up, we got to look back and at this past weekend in college football because it was some big games, especially LSU-Alabama. Yes. That's really that's yes, really yes, game yes. that matters. So I had said to anybody who would listen that LSU was going to win that game. Now, I work with a couple of LSU alums. I know a bunch of LSU alums. They were nervous. Because last year when they played, Alabama won 29 to nothing. And that was a very good LSU team last year that went in, that uh, hosted Alabama and got shut out. So I can understand why they were apprehensive. But like I've, like I've said numerous times on this show, that was, this is not a vintage Alabama defense, right? There's not an Alabama defense that's going to be out here shutting people out like they have in years past. And Joe Burrow this year, I think he actually leads the country in completion percentage. He has been lighting it up all year. Very few mistakes. Didn't throw any picks against Alabama. Was on the money. Made great decisions every time down the field. He's like the anti-Brian Lewerke, honestly. And he made great decisions against Alabama. He made some incredible passes. He made clutch runs to ice the game at the end. And, I mean, he's the Heisman frontrunner. LSU this year has beaten some serious heavy hitters. They beat Texas at Texas. They beat Florida. They beat Auburn. They just beat Alabama. I think they've beaten more top 10 teams than any team has this this season. They're the real deal. They deserve to be number one. We'll see what happens when the college football playoff rankings come out. Uh, They might be out right now, actually. But I was very impressed with LSU. What did you think? Oh, man, they, they, they balled out. They balled out. Texas is not a heavy hitter, but they bought out, you know, can't, can't deny it. I did not watch the game, but what I did see as I was, you know, going through, like, the, the stats, you know, you can't, can't watch all the games. But as I was going through, the, like, the live game, like, feed or whatever the thing is called, where, where they kind of show the, the line where, like, you know, the, the arrow jumps when the, there's a pass and the, there's a dotted line when there's a run or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I saw LSU up big. It was like 30-something to 13 at one point. 33-13 at the half. Yeah, 33-13 at the half. He said, I thought LSU was about to run away with it. But then I remembered he's a college kids, college football, and I was like, you know, and then I saw you tweet, LSU needs, needed a touchdown. I, I, why did they, I don't know, did they not go for it or something? When they could have gone up 40-13? So, so, yeah, so it was 33-13 in mm-hmm. the third quarter. LSU was in plus territory, looking at a fourth and one. Honestly, it was like it was like a fourth and slightly less than one, mm. and they decided to punt <laughs> after so, unsuccessfully uh, trying to get Alabama to jump off sides. So then, and I'm sitting there like, nah, bro, y'all been getting what seems like eight yards of play. Just go for it. So then they give it back, and of course Alabama scores. Yeah, they score two touchdowns to make it 33-27. I'm like, y'all could have put this away. 40 to 13 
That always because like they talk the to which is weird because Ed Orgeron during his time at LSU has been the type of coach has been like, now let's put these put these people away. And then in that situation, he didn't do it, and it almost cost him. So it's very curious. Yeah, I was going, I was going to be mad and laugh at the same time if that had happened, if uh, LSU, if Alabama ended up winning that because of that. Almost happened, but again, Joe Burrow. He's just too good. <laughs> so like it was it was 33 to 27 and then they end up scoring two more touchdowns. Now, the game was 46 to 34. I'm thinking, all right, that's it cuz it was like it was less than 90 seconds left. Alabama had the ball at around 15. So I'm thinking, okay, they're just going to keep everything in front, make Alabama drive the length of the field, use up all the time, maybe get a touchdown, you know, and that'll be it. And then they give up an 85-yard touchdown <laughs> with, with, with a minute 15 left. I'm like, God damn, nigga, what, what are y'all doing out here? <laughs> so, hey, what can you do, you know? What can you do? But they, 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 they ended up, LSU ended up uh, recovering the onside kick, and then they got a first down, they ran out the clock. But, you know, unnecessary pressure to put on yourself. Don't give up 85-yard touchdowns with less Man. than 90 seconds left when you're up two scores, you know? Man, look. So the real story is after that LSU victory is a new top 25, right? And so we have LSU naturally number one. Got to put them number one. Well, we're still waiting for the college football player. Well, yeah, true, 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 true. So that's the only only one that matters. That's the only one that matters at this point. But so, but you know, the AP and the the, the coaches poll kind of give us, can kind of give us, you know, sort of a semblance of, of what we can expect when the CFB. John comes out. But um we got Alex. I think last week they had Ohio State number one in the college football mm-hmm. playoff ranking. But yes. I but I, I wouldn't mind LSU being number one right now just because they should be. Honestly. Yeah, just because they just beat um Alabama. So you put LSU number one, Ohio State number two, because uh, those are the two best teams in the nation. I don't care what order you put them in. They're the two best teams in the nation right. by far. Right. Clemson number three, because they're in the ACC. It's a difficult conference and they're still on the field. It's not. It's not a difficult it, it, conference, but but they're undefeated and, and they're, they're, they're they're the defending national champions. Yeah, so they're 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 number three. Alabama number four, got two. It's the only team they lost to was number one LSU. So well, you know. I think I think they're probably number four kind of by default. Yeah. at the moment, that's what I'm saying. But, but there's other teams that'll be in a position to jump over them. Yeah, true. Because Alabama. Alabama needs LSU to lose twice to even go to the SEC championship. Well, game. I, well, let me can I can I finish going through the dang list? Sorry, my bad. We like we understand that Alabama like is not go, should not should not. And that's what we're gonna get to. So then you have Georgia number five, mm-hmm. then Oregon number six, and undefeated undefeated Minnesota number seven. So right. this is where, and then Utah number eight, but this is where I kind of have my grievance, right? Because okay. how you going, so how do you have Georgia, who lost to South Carolina, the South Carolina that got blown out by Tennessee. South Carolina's right. not a good team. How do you have right. them over undefeated Minnesota, who just beat Penn State, mm-hmm. and then over uh Oregon, one loss. Oregon, whose Oregon loss is Oregon lost to a much better team than South Carolina. Right, they lost to Auburn. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's that, ranked number thirteen? Exactly. So Oregon lost to like a ranked team, and it was a it was a one score game. It lost by like seven. Mm-hmm. Georgia yeah. lost to South Carolina. 
Yes. Bump that SEC stuff. It's not like they lost to a good SEC team. They lost to South Carolina. At home. At home. So why? So Georgia should not be ranked above either of those teams. I agree with that. So the re- so the reason Georgia's ranked above Minnesota, I just don't have an issue with that because Minnesota, the only team they've played this, this thus far is Penn State. Now, you can only play who's on your schedule, but their schedule's been pretty weak up until just now. So Minnesota will have chances. They still have to play Iowa and Wisconsin over the last three weeks. So they'll have chances to prove how good they are. And then if they, if they take care of business, they'll play Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship game. So Minnesota shouldn't worry about where they're ranked right now because if they win out, they'll be in the playoff. No doubt about it. Oregon, I think, should be ranked ahead of Georgia. Like you mentioned, their only loss is number 13, Auburn. And they, although their schedule, their remaining schedule is weak too. I mean, so let, I mean, let, well, let's go through or, Georgia's schedule. Let's see the teams that yeah. they. They see the teams that they beat. Ooh, Vanderbilt. So, so Georgia. So Georgia. State, <laughs> Arkansas. So Georgia State. beat Georgia beat Notre Dame. Okay, Notre Dame isn't that good. We that's what we've seen. The, but but they're, but they're, they're good, but they're not that good. They beat Florida, who's shown Georgia. Florida's not a great team. But Florida's shown to be pretty good. Those are the two. That's it. Those are the two. And they and they also lost to South Carolina. So they, they haven't played an incredibly strong schedule thus far. Let's I think we go. both agree on that. Let's go to they have to play. Oregon. They have to play their toughest games of the season over the next two weeks. So they have to go to Auburn, which would be a tough one. And then even though this A&M team is not great, or rather their schedule, their, their record is not great, they're a pretty good team. They just run into like a wood chipper of a schedule. Mm-hmm. Although, to be fair, LSU has played a very similar schedule. To a and and they're undefeated. But LSU is the number one team in the country, so that's not a super fair comparison. But what I'm saying is that A&M game is not a gimme for Georgia. Okay, despite despite playing that really tough schedule, A&M is sitting at six and three right now. They're not bad. They could beat Georgia. So Georgia needs to be on the lookout for that. And if, if they lose that, then Georgia's out of the playoff uh, contention. I'm, I just don't think that five SEC teams should be in the uh, – no, sorry. I don't think three SEC teams should be in the top five right now. Just two, I think. I think two right now. I put Georgia at number seven. I'm sorry. Y'all lost to South Carolina. I don't they care. They did. Y'all lost to South they Carolina. Did. Y'all, y'all, y'all drop below Minnesota. Minnesota ain't lost a single game. I, don't, I, don't, I know the, the schedule ain't been that strong, but they ain't lost a single game. All right. So I, y'all lost to South Carolina. All right. So where would you put Baylor then? Ooh, Baylor, Baylor right now is number 12 see, in the okay. AP poll. Because and, and Baylor's getting disrespected. You know what I'm saying? See, I disrespect Baylor because I don't, I don't cheer for none of these Texas schools outside of UH. But Baylor's beat everybody on their schedule. You know what I'm saying? Um, now I'm going through the schedule. I see they beat Iowa State, beat Kansas State, actually destroyed Kansas State. Destroyed Oklahoma Destroyed State. Destroyed Oklahoma State. Beat TCU. They and struggled and, and the last these, two weeks, though. True. Now, some of these teams, aren't they? Uh, are, some, are some of these teams ranked now that they've beaten before they were ranked? Is Iowa State so ranked? Can, so, can, Kansas State was ranked. They just lost to Texas. Okay. So, they might. They, they are not ranked anymore. Texas okay. is back in the top 25. Mm. I don't know how that works. But, <laughs> um, that's so weird. So, anyway. 
It's like, yeah, because so okay, so Texas is good enough to be in the top twenty-five after one win, and Kansas is bad enough to be out of the top twenty-five after one. Kansas loss. State, Kansas yeah. State, yeah. I don't. The ranking system is weird to me like that. That's I feel like they should. Uh, anyway, um, but no, nah, I think shoot. So based off of, because hmm, it depends on how how highly you rank the Big Twelve. I don't think any of us think the Big Twelve is particularly strong this year. You know, I think Big Twelve right now is a two team conference, and it's Baylor and Oklahoma. You know, uh, and those teams play on Saturday. Yeah. So, ba- so well, I think first of all, I think Baylor should be in the Baylor should be in the top ten. That's number one. How the wait? How the hell is how the hell is Oklahoma ranked higher than Baylor? How does that work? Better. No, no. Look, you play who's on your schedule. They, yeah, they plan, and, and and they're they're better than they Baylor. To, hold up, no. Let, let's, Baylor's, let's, Baylor's out here struggling against West Virginia, bro. They scored seventeen against West okay. Virginia. Okay, so Oklahoma, the score regulation, scoring regulation against TCU was nine to nine. Oklahoma is better than Baylor. I know they lost to Kansas State, but Oklahoma is better than Baylor. Okay, I know Baylor's undefeated, but Oklahoma is better than Baylor. So Oklahoma, let's see. They they should have blown out Texas. They didn't. They beat Iowa State by one. They lost to Kansas State. Honestly, they should have lost to Iowa State. They Iowa, State, Iowa State. Iowa State quarterback State. missed an open missed an open tight see. end on Let's the two point conversion. Would have won the game. Baylor. Eh. They look the same against the same teams. <laughs> Nah, look at look. They they lost. They beat Texas Tech by three. They beat West Virginia by three. They had to go into what was it? Triple overtime. Triple overtime to beat TCU. It's like like Baylor is a team that's like just scraping by. They're not. That's why they're ranked below Oklahoma. It's not. It's not like they have like these like one off games where they're like just barely beating a team, but they're dominating everybody else. Nah, since they've been playing like good teams or or power five teams, it, they've been very hit or miss. Now yeah. they've been winning the games, but I mean they're not they've not looked impressive. Like I don't I don't anticipate that they'll beat Oklahoma on Saturday. That being said, I think I would I would still put Baylor. Mm, I, well, shoot, because I'm looking at the teams that's above Baylor right now. And you could definitely argue that all these teams are better than Baylor. That being said, Florida got two losses. So Yeah, I would put, yeah, I would so put Baylor put above Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put Baylor above Florida. Yeah. Right, yeah, Baylor's spot is fine. You know what I'm saying? Not all. Yeah. Because cause the, cause the, the schedule is weak and they ain't, they ain't even putting away these teams the way they should. You know what I'm saying? But Baylor, Baylor's a pretty good team. You know what I'm saying? Pretty good team. I still think they're setting themselves up for disappointment, but it's okay. They are. They're going to lose to Oklahoma, but they'll probably beat Texas. Yeah, that's, that's something to hang your hat on now. you probably beat Texas. Yeah. And, then yeah. you'll, and then you'll get a rematch against Oklahoma, which you'll probably lose again. Lose again. You'll yeah. probably you'll most likely lose again. But then you'll, 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 you'll go to the what, – what bowl game you be going to? The, was it the Cotton Bowl, the Sugar Bowl? What, 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 what bowl game you'll be going to? I don't I don't know which which game is gonna be. Probably the Cotton Bowl. Cotton I don't Bowl. but I really don't know. I don't even know which games are in the in the playoff this year. No Gee, idea. No idea. But yeah, you know, it'll be interesting. When is the when is the next ranking come out? 
for the college football playoffs. I thought it came out today, but I guess not. Man, they've been slacking with all these rankings. Okay. Maybe it comes out tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what? Bay- they And the coaches poll. The coaches got Baylor at number 10. Above Florida and Penn State. See, I don't. Even though we don't we don't trust Penn State's offense, I don't think Baylor's better than Penn State. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. But then they got they got Utah number nine. Everything else is about the same though. I, One I don't thing know. I will say, there's a there's a couple of teams here that are out of the playoff race. So Penn State, they still have to play Ohio State. They ain't winning that. They out. I'd say they're out. Like although if they if they were to beat Ohio State they would be back in the playoff contention but they're not going to so they're out Oklahoma only team they really have left is Baylor twice potentially Oklahoma needed to go undefeated yeah their schedule is not strong enough yeah, to they, they out. to to take a loss and he, at and least not the, so. the, not, not, not the loss not the loss not the loss that they took had they lost to Baylor and then avenged that loss they could have gotten in but losing to Kansas State the way that they did nah. But even so, right now, because right now, if I if I was to put the teams, in, if if it goes the way I'm thinking it goes, and I was put the teams in, I'd probably say LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oregon. Right now, if everybody were to win out, yeah, if it goes, yeah, if it goes the way we all think it's going to go, then I would. That's that's what that's how I would put it, because you can't because you can't you can't put in Alabama that didn't win the SEC. Right, if, especially if Oregon wins out and wins the Pac-12, you put in Oregon. Right, Pac, you can't disrespect the Pac-12 like that. I know we don't watch the games because it's like they come on at like ten o'clock, but <laughs> we, we we can't we can't we can't we gotta stop disrespecting the work the Pac-12 puts in just because most of us ain't watching the games. Right. Well, I will say, Oregon really should be undefeated right now. If they were, they'd be in the top four above Alabama. Because mm-hmm. that because they would have had a win over Auburn, mm-hmm. but I think so. I don't think Georgia will beat. So it's like so. Right now we have three SEC teams in the top five, including Alabama. I think should be number four at this juncture. But they're gonna fall as other teams. So like Oregon's gonna have to play Utah. Yeah. If they win, assume they assume they win that, that'll be a better win than anything Alabama has. So they would be above Alabama. Yeah, Georgia is probably gonna lose to LSU in the SEC championship game. So I'll drop them as well. So that puts Oregon at number four. We both expect um, Ohio State to win out. Shoot, honestly, what scenario would put? What scenario could put? Would you put a one-loss Oregon above an undefeated Clemson? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Cause, cause might, I, I so, so, so Oregon, Oregon might work their way to three. Because if they beat Utah, that'd be like that's also better than anything Clemson has. Mm-hmm. Like, like I don't think Clemson has beaten a team that's currently ranked. I mean, they'll they'll they will when they play Wake Forest, number nineteen, Wake Forest. Okay, <laughs> so that's one. Like A and M is not going to be ranked. Syracuse is having a really down year. They haven't. They haven't played. Anybody of no. note this year? They've had a really weak schedule, and they almost lost to North Carolina. They should have lost. They should have lost to North Carolina. Yeah. Although they have basically destroyed everybody else since then. 
but it's weak teams. It's really, but that's the thing. It's like, because I look at Ohio State, Ohio State played moderate to good teams and destroyed all of them teams. Like, I'm looking at Clemson just play a whole bunch of bad teams. Like, I didn't even know, I didn't know what the hell a Wofford is. All right. I don't know what the hell that is. But yeah, like, you look at Ohio State, they Cincinnati's ranked. They shut them out. Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin, they smacked them. They're going to play oh, Penn State coming up. Then they then they have to play Michigan as well. A, a surging Michigan team, honestly. At Michigan team, I expect to blow out Michigan State. Because they've, they've been waiting for a while to have a team good enough to blow out Michigan State. I think they finally have one this year. So that, that last game of the season hey, will be, will be a good State one. Ohio State is a 51-point favorite against Rutgers. That's disgusting. Might not be enough. That's disgusting. Might not be enough. Because you know, like, like for example, we expect Ohio State to destroy Penn State, right? I expect mm-hmm. them to win by three, four scores, yeah. but they're still only a twelve point favorite because I guess statistics and all them things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, they got a fifty-one point. God dang, that's dis- oh my goodness. I mean, it's not really disrespectful, but it is disrespectful. But it's not. Right. But it is. You know. You know what I'm saying. It, it it is. But it ain't. But it ain't. But it is. So y'all know me. You know what I'm saying. Lakers fan extraordinaire. Laker gang. Lake show nigga. You feel me? I'm out here. And I know y'all been talking shit for years about the Lakers. Oh, this is who you are now. Guess what? Best record in the league, tied for. We just lost to the Raptors, unfortunately. But. Lakers is out here, bro. Well, nope. No longer best record in the league. Second best record in the league. Lakers. 7-2. and two, Best in the West. We got LeBron. We got AD. We, I mean, bro, it's like winning is living, as Willie Taggart once said this season before he got fired. Winning is living. And we're winning right now, so we're living. And it's just been beautiful. I do wish we had Lonzo on the team still. Because we have been uh, ad- inadequate at the point guard position. And it, it has hurt us to a certain degree. Not too much, like I said. Still best record in the West. But it, it hasn't been as good as it could have been if we still had Lonzo. One thing that's kind of jarring, although it's not surprising considering what has taken place, is that the Warriors are dead last in the West. They're actually on pace to get a lottery pick which would be the worst thing that could happen for the rest of the league. <laughs> for the Warriors, who still employ Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and D'Angelo Russell to get a lottery pick and probably take James Wiseman. And all of a sudden, they're right back on top of the league. So I know people are probably laughing at the Warriors this year, but they're not done, especially if they end up getting the number one pick. Then everybody's in trouble all over again. Let's look at the rest of the West, though. The Nuggets, 7-2. and two. I don't really believe in them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Joker's don't, don't play no defense. That's why you don't believe in him. The issue is not even that he doesn't play defense. The issue is that he is woefully out of shape. He doesn't seem to interested in getting into shape. He looks like a doughboy year-round. And we saw yeah. in the playoffs last year when he needed to have the energy to pull the Nuggets through against the Trailblazers, he didn't have it. He didn't have it. They basically tanked some games towards the end of the season so they wouldn't have to play the Rockets. Yeah, that was... put out early anyway. Yeah, that was some... Mm. 
I, yo, I can't. Mm. I'm going to watch when the Rockets play the Nuggets, man. I hate the Nuggets. But that, yeah, that and, was, and, and I'm getting put out early anyway. That's what I'm so, saying. yeah, all, all, all that for nothing. Look at the Rockets at 6 and 3. Which is I, weird. They they have not felt like they've played well at all. So, but here they are third in the West. Go figure. Look, man, they just out there rolling out the basketball and say, hey, yo, James, Russ. Go ahead. Do your thing, boy. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I know, boy. I know, boy. You got it. Go ahead. That's basically the Rockets offense. Go ahead. It is. It's literally what it is. And then like yeah. and, de- and now defensively, first part of the season, like first half of these games been terrible, dead last. Second half of these games been much improved, like like top five in the league, I think, is what the defensive rating was in the past few games. So I don't know what the hell you're gonna get from the Rockets night night in night out. I have no idea. All right, nobody does. Nobody, nobody does. does. They don't even know. Although I'll tell you what, the Rockets are very old. Yeah, they're the oldest so, team in the league. So they they need to get out to a good start, and because they're gonna need to coast a little bit, because there's gonna be some games where they're just exhausted. Yeah. And, and and don't have it. So they need to they need to get a nice cushion so that during that lull towards the middle of the season, when they start doing they drop a couple of games they shouldn't, they've built that cushion so they don't fall too far back in the pack. Hopefully they can do that. We'll see. The Mavericks also at six and three. I don't believe in them either because Chris has Porzingis. They paid him all that money and he is not living up to it so far. Luka Doncic has been amazing as I think most people would expect after the great rookie year he had. I saw a basketball, a b-ball breakdown video asking if, if Luka's already a top five player. I say no, but I tell you what, he's better than I thought he would be. <laughs> I, can, I can admit that. I didn't think he'd be this nice. He's He is the real deal. But he's not a top five player, and I don't think the Mavericks are going to be able to sustain this, this start that they're out to right now. Because another <laughs> team I don't think can sustain this. Phoenix is 6-3. and three. After being the worst team in the league the past like five years, they're six and three, which technically has them in sixth place. There's like a bunch of six and three teams in the West, including the Jazz and the Clippers. Clippers, after being the Lakers opening night, everybody was like, oh shit, Clippers, they're five and three since then. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to draw too much. We're like most people were only nine games into the season. But it's been interesting. It's it's a log jam really in the West. And you go over to the east. And it looks like it always does. So the Celtics <laughs> are seven to one, despite looking like they they've been winning in spite of themselves. I would say, although they they've looked strong in the last few games. Raptors surprisingly strong, second in the East, despite losing Kawhi. They've done Masai Ujiri has done a great job building that team. They look really good. They just beat the Lakers tonight, actually in pretty impressive fashion. Lakers were on a seven game win streak. And I was getting ready to print up shirts that said 81-1, best team of all time for the Lakers. And then the Raptors ended that. So it ruined my business plan. But yeah, you know, these things happen. Bucks 7-3. and three. Giannis apparently hitting threes. I don't think that will continue. You know, everybody, every, every so often you see a player that can't shoot comes out. Oh, yeah, I worked on threes this offseason. It's like, okay, cool, whatever. And then because teams, teams will adjust. I don't, Giannis is not a good shooter. You look at his form, it's not consistent. I don't think it's going to continue. Maybe it will. You know, you can't you can't keep the Nigel man down, but I don't know. He's not he can't shoot. Don't, <laughs> don't be don't be fooled when non shooters hit a couple shots. Right? People love to say, Oh, they need to practice more. If it was all about just practicing, Dwayne Wade would have been the, one of the greatest three point shooters of all time. Nobody worked his jumper more than Dwayne Wade. Nigga still couldn't shoot threes. Because it's not just about 
it's not just about the amount of time you put in. It's about like natural ability as well. You know, some people just can't hit threes, and Giannis is one of those people until proven otherwise. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. The nigga can't shoot. He can't. In fact, I'm, I'm gonna look up his stats right now. Mm. See what this nigga shooting from three this year. Stats. He is shooting. He's shooting 31% from three, and he's shooting 65% from the free throw. No, nigga can't shoot. Get out of here. All right. Back to the back to the rankings. The Heat are number four. The Sixers have been on a bit of a slide, yo. They were undefeated for a minute. Then they lost three straight. I don't know what to make of them, but they don't have enough shooters. Because JJ Reddick's not on the team anymore. Dar, I'm not. Is Dar? I don't. Is Dario Sar still on the team? Let me see. I don't know. I don't even know who that is. I'm looking right now. I'm not seeing niggas that can shoot on this team, bro. So wait. nah, this is like a this is like a severe lack of shooting. <laughs> I guess Josh Richardson is kind of a shooter. Man. Trey Trey Burke is kind of a shooter. Trey Burke is shooting not, in college. Yeah, but I mean, this is NBA now. He. Mm. <laughs> Do they have anybody that actually shoots? They like takes enough shots. Nah, they ain't got no shooters on this team, bro. Like, like for example, so Trey Burke is shooting sixty-seven percent from three, but I guarantee he hasn't taken enough shots to like properly qualify. We used to say like 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 a three a game. Like, what is this? Yeah, like he's only playing like he's playing like he's playing like like twelve minutes a game. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Maybe like, like he he's taken a grand total of what is that? Seven threes this year. What? So that, no, I don't. That, I don't. That, I don't, that, I don't count that. That's less than a three a game. Wow. Yeah, th- I don't. I don't I count that. Too much, I gave him too much credit. So no, there's there's no shooters on the Sixers team. You're not you're not going too far without having shooters on your roster. I'm sorry. So that should be interesting to keep tracking that. I mean, we the, East, the NBA man. The East has sub 500 teams in the in the top eight right now. They all, they always do. The they Cavs really are four do. and five. They're number seven right now. That's what I'm saying. Same with the Nets. That, the, the, this there's going to be a couple teams that are below 500 that make the playoffs this year in the East. It's ridiculous. Although I'll tell you what, the Nets are going to be amazing next season mm-hmm. when KD comes back because they're like right now they're losing like tight games. Again, we're nine games into the season. There's still <laughs> seventy. There's still seventy three games left to play, but. The Nets look pretty good, I would say. And when they get the best player in basketball back, they're going to be just off the charts, I anticipate. So look out for the Nets next season, right? Honestly, the Lakers have a legit chance to win the championship. I think they should do it before KD comes back because it's going to be tough. <laughs> it's going to be tough to beat him and Kyrie in Brooklyn. But I, I like the Lakers, man. It's, it feels so good. I waited it out through all those years of just incompetence and ineptitude, and now I've been rewarded with the best team in the league. And it so looks, looks like my Rockets is gonna give me another entertaining season, regular season. The, you know what I'm saying? Where they play, lose play, early. Where, 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 yeah, gonna gonna go, go lose in the playoffs most likely. We got an old team, but mm-hmm. you know, play sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Just set up for that regular season. You know, enjoy it because I because I enjoyed last year's regular season, the year before that as well. Regular season was very fun to watch. And sometimes, you know what I'm saying, like last year we got James Harden with that streak of 30s, 30-point games and stuff. Like, you know, beat one of Wood Chamberlain's records. Not not, not the big one, but 
the second biggest one that he said. And so, uh, yeah, man. Hopefully we can get something like that this year with the the two of the, the biggest stat patterns out there. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> think the, the, the thing that's funny to me is James Harden. Russell Westbrook is the one that has a reputation for shooting his team out of games. But James Harden seems like hell-bent on shooting the Rockets out of many a game this season. Yeah. This man is shooting too many threes. Yeah. See, I... Before before MDA got there, this man actually had a mid range jumper in his arsenal. You know what I'm saying? He used to do this thing where he would he would break it down, he put you on his hip, then get you on his back, stop, you know what I'm saying, pull up, make you foul him, hit the hit the, the mid range jumper. Like it was fresh. I loved it. Then all of a sudden MDA comes, now there's no mid range shots. It's just threes. And uh, and layups and free throws, man. Which I mean, that step back is pretty. He 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 turned it into like a step back with a side step to it. It's amazing. You can't defend it, but you know when he's not making them, it looks ugly. It's it's, it's not it's not fun to watch. You know, and so uh, I I just want basketball back. I'm tired of all this analytics stuff. I mean, put put analytics in, but make it fun, man. This ain't fun. This ain't fun. Yeah, I'm not sure what's gonna happen there, bro. I don't but they know. uh. They're taking oh. too many threes. And they're not making them. That's the issue. <laughs> <laughs> they're not making them. Like, how you going to take on them threes and you ain't going to make three. them? <laughs> this man, this man, oh, man. this man, Mike D'Antoni, just hell-bent on just rolling the ball out there. Like, let's see what's going to happen. We, we, like, we, like, we like, just got to play better. I look at Mike D'Antoni like, like Dave Chappelle in that Prince skit. <laughs> Like shoot the three, shoot it. <laughs> they they coach on double team, shoot the three. Basically. And then like Eric Gordon, looking trash. Not this game PJ, though. This game is PJ actually Tucker, well. not great. PJ, PJ Tucker actually been like probably been, been playing the bet most consistently out of anybody. I'll say really? that much. Yeah, I'll say that now much. Is that, now is that is that consistent? Good. No, he's good been playing well. Consistent. Consistently good. He's just he's okay. been good this year. Okay. Him and let's, him see and that, let's see how long that lasts. Yeah, that, man's right. like 37, that man's like 37 years That's old. That's what I'm saying. This boy old as hell. All right. Talking about, I'm in the best shape of my life, probably. Oh, man. That, that That's like the kiss of death, bro. You know what? Then you were, then you were a house of the savior. That's it. <laughs> he just got hurt tonight. Oh, he did? See? Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's that. That's what it is, man. Mm. You got to set up a trade package and get somebody younger. All right, somebody. So, let's talk about the NCAA right fast. College football. Because they they just hand out, you know, sanctions. Not necessarily sanctions, but they're coming after players for no reason, for low chump change. Like the homie uh, Chase Young out yes. of Ohio State. Who got a loan from a family friend, which you know loans you have to pay back. And Ohio State didn't even stand up for that man. They they just suspended him four games. When when he was on, on track to set like the record for most sacks in the season. Mm-hmm. All right. Then there's also that that dude out of, out of Memphis and this is basketball. What's his name? James uh, Wiseman. Who who Memphis is playing that boy. They they said, you know what? Prove it. Do something. Yeah. That's what you should do. You know? It's like, 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 what is wrong with these people, though, man? What's wrong with the NCAA? What is wrong with Ohio State admin? I don't like how these colleges just kind of, some of these, most of these colleges kind of leave these dudes for, out to dry when things like this happen. 
I still th- I still think about how Michigan didn't really fight the NCAA and just took down their uh, championship runner-up banners from from the from the uh, Fab Five. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. They should have fought that. But yeah, I thought that was weird. The Ohio State was just like, you're just gonna pull him out. We expect a four-game suspension. And I'm like, bro, he says he paid the money back. If he can prove he paid the money back, what's the issue? That's not that's not an illegal benefit if he paid the money. It had he just taken money, and then you know went along with his day. I I I could see the case, which I still think should be fine. But like I could see the case for, you know, whatever, right? That's I guess breaking rules. But he he says he paid the money back. So if he can prove that he paid the money back, I think that should be the end of it. Personally, the Memphis situation is a bit different with James. So James Wiseman lived outside of the state or outside of the area, at least. And all of a sudden, current Memphis head coach Penny Hardaway helped the family move to the Memphis area so that James could pay could play for him at Memphis. That is a bit more shady, to say the least. Um Basically, Penny Hardaway is like, all right, I'm going to get this job in Memphis. I know I need to make a big splash right away. So I know about this kid that lives in a different area. Let me move him and his family over to where I'm going to be coaching. He can play for my AAU team. And then he can make a transition and play for me in college. He looks great. I look great. We're all making money. I think that should be all right, too, personally. I mean, whatever, you know. But that one, I think, is not as cut and dry. The the Chase Young situation, he says he paid the money back. If he can prove it, they should play. Honestly, he should, he should play regardless. But if he can prove they paid the money back, he should play. The Chase, the uh, James Wiseman situation, bruh, that looks, that doesn't look great. What do you, in light of that, what do you think about the James Wiseman thing? Hey man, I respect Memphis and Penny. Penny Hardaway uh, taking it to NCAA. You know, just like I thought that was so funny. So like, the, and, and NCAA was like, "You're you're ineligible," and they're they're like, "Nah, the judge says otherwise, bro." <laughs> <laughs> like that, like that. That's not what my United States Constitution says, nigga. <laughs> my my judge says I can play, bro. So. Mm. I, I don't know what you're gonna do. I'm gonna go dunk on these niggas. That's what I'm gonna do. Man. <laughs> I thought that was so great. He, like they literally was like, "Nah, judge said nah." So we, <laughs> he, he gonna play. <laughs> like like you're you can't play this season. Tell it to the judge. Literally, <laughs> create an, an injunction. Man. Oof. Yeah, man. You see, this this is the the prime time to take it to the NCAA. I mean, they're out here scrambling with the uh, with Congress, with Congress, the Congresses of each of the different states trying to pass legislation to allow college football players and, co- and college athletes in general to profit off of their likeness, as well as the uh, U.S. Congress, you know, drawing up bills, similar bills and stuff. You know, they they out here scrambling. They're on, they're on their heels, man. They backpedaling. All right, it's the time to challenge and to take it to them because the like the the government is not on their side no more. You know, and at, at large. All right. So if you if you if the NCAA tries to buck at you and you just like, mm, nah, 
it's it's not gonna look good on their part to keep coming. It's not. That's they, true. They don't, they don't really. People are have become more and more indifferent to these things. I mean, even if people were like, "Oh, well, you, you shouldn't be breaking the rules," that's kind of where it stops. It's not really. A, they don't really get angry at the, about these things anymore. They're just like, "Yeah." So if you can't really get get people passionate about keeping these players broke like you used to, you know what power do you really have? You just look like an a hole. Mm. So, this has been another episode of Run the Play. My name is Obes. You can follow us on Twitter at the CS Pod. No, wait. Well, that still exists. But follow us on Twitter at 10 Clock. T I N C L C O. Nope. Still messing up. T I N C L O C K. That's how you spell 10 Clock. I graduated from college. Cha, where can the people find you at? Instagram, Twitter, at Cha is nuclear. I ain't going to try to spell it because. His nonsense might have rubbed up on me. So. It may have. It may have. So you, you, you can just figure out how to spell that. You can sound it out. Sound it out like you in grade school, baby. And uh, chat, catch me on nuclearkite.com as well. That's where my music is at. That's where my man Z's music is at. And that's all I got. So for Cha, my name is Obes. This is Run the Play. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>